60 seconds from your shot caller question of the day. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. But first, a popular TikTok video says, we've all been hanging our Christmas tree lights the wrong way. What do you mean? Oh, I mean, really? Brooke, you put up your tree recently. How yeah. did you put the lights on it? What was your method? I, with my hands? Like, I don't understand. Like, how do you string them? Do you go, like, around all the way up to the no, top? No, I go... Start at the top. No, the because bottom. my tree sits against the wall. So I go bottom, wall, back, and forth. Back and forth. Back oh, and you forth. string it zigzag side to back, side. Yeah, zigzag up and down. So the back oh. of your tree has no lights? Well, I, I go almost to the back. Mm. Like, it looks like there's enough lights okay. back when there. When my family does it, we just go around and around. Me too. All yeah. the bottom, all the way to yeah. the bottom. Right. Me well, too. there's an expert who's been decorating trees for years. She does trees for, like, department stores and heads of state. Oh, okay. the fancy Whoa, tree. That's so that's, like, her job. Yeah. She says the vertical zigzag method oh, vertical. is the optimal way to string lights on your tree. You that, start at the bottom, what? then go straight up to the top, and then zag back down to the bottom until the entire what? front of the like tree is filled. Stripes? Like, up and but, down? Yeah, up and down. Let's yeah. look at I it. need a video. I, yeah. need to, I need a visualization here. She says going vertical allows lights to sit closer to the tips of the branches for maximum spark. Plus, you won't waste as many unseen lights around the back of the tree. And apparently, this is how they do it on the Rockefeller Center tree. So, what? I've got the zigzag right. I'm yeah. a zigzag yeah. type of lady. You just That's have impressive. to go up and down. Yeah, there. They're so much harder to take down if you go all the way around the tree. Yeah. That's what we do. Yeah. I don't know. We don't think twice about it as yeah. a family. There's a lot of people that have to go and undecorate, then redecorate yeah. their yeah. trees. Good idea. Right now. <laughs> While you do that... We're going to get into the shot caller question of the day. We have a bucket full of names. We're going to draw one out, see who gets asked a trivia question. If you get the answer wrong, your punishment is to be shocked while singing a song. So text into 78592 and tell us what song you want to hear. Brooke's drawing a name out because she had the shot caller last. Who'd you get, Brooke? I got Alexis Toasted Lushy Pants Fuller. (laughs) (laughs) These nicknames are getting more and more interesting. Toasted Lushy Pants. No, I like the word lushy. Yeah. (laughs) All right, Lushy Pants is putting the shot collar on. While that happens, Digital Jake, please read us the shot collar question of the day. It's time for another lesson on why we do some of our weird little routines around the holidays. And today I'm going to describe the origins of a common holiday practice, and you have to let me know what tradition I'm describing. Oh, I like this one. In the Middle Ages, this tradition became especially popular. With limited resources or outlets for artistic expression, this holiday activity fit the bill for a way to celebrate the joy of the season in a creative way. Hmm. History tells us even the great Michelangelo participated in this tradition during his time in Italy. Wow. What seasonal activity am I talking about? Okay, Michelangelo is Italian. It's cooking. What? Like cookies? Like you think Michelangelo made some Christmas cookies? I'm talking about cooking uh, in general. All right, but I like the cookies idea. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to... Spaghetti. The the traditional Christmas... Christmas spaghetti! Okay. Uh Okay, come on, guys. I mean, I would think since he is a famous Renaissance artist, Uh that he would be doing something with decorations. That's not what... Paint? Uh, no, it he doesn't was have also to be an painting. inventor and stuff, too. But no, that's Leonardo da Vinci was oh, an yeah, inventor. Right. Michelangelo was he just a painter. Did he, he did the Sistine just... Chapel. Yes. Yeah. And Michelangelo yeah, yeah. did David. Sculptures, building gingerbread houses. It's not Ooh, bad. Now we're Perfect talking. Building. Mm-hmm. I was thinking even Sculpting. more simple, like medieval times. You're not going to be able to pop by a card shop, I'm guessing, and pick up some pre-made cards. It was the Renaissance, not medieval times. Oh, what did he say? I said the Middle Ages. Yeah, Middle Ages. Sorry. 
Um, okay. It was a renaissance. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Okay, Jeff. Sorry, Jeff. <laughs> In the Middle Ages, you can't go to a card shop and pick up a card. Yeah. So I'm thinking that he was just, that's where card giving, card exchanges came from. I like it. I like that answer. Let's hear the question one more time. <laughs> this tradition was very popular in the Middle Ages as a cheap way to artistically express yourself and your joy for the season. Michelangelo even got in on this activity during the Middle Ages in Italy or the Renaissance, Jeff. Yes, oh, you yeah. want to <laughs> Please tell me what Christmas tradition I'm describing. What else do you got? I like, I like the cards. I mean. And I like what you said earlier, Alexis, about decorating gingerbread houses. I know, because I'm gingerbread was also something that came about in the Middle Ages. But would Michelangelo get in on making gingerbread houses? What I if, would love it. <laughs> what if it was something even. I mean, I just keep thinking more simple, like wrapping Christmas presents. You know, like oh, that's, that's a creative decorative. outlet. And it's you're, art, right? You're using decorative mm. paper and ribbons and bows. I usually just throw mine in a grocery bag and call it yeah. good. <laughs> that is a cheap way. Again. <laughs> I like that one, too. But can you imagine the first present ever? So you give it to someone, they're like, what, what's in the box? It's all and you're like, you have pretty. to destroy it. Like, I don't want to destroy it. Like, no. I'm going to take the paper yeah. off. And then, uh, it's a gift inside. I like that one. Why do you always sound like Mario from the movie? <laughs> <laughs> that, that was a 14th century Italian accent. Yeah. Clearly. For some reason, I don't ever imagine Michelangelo talking that way. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you guys want to go paint a chist in a chapel or what? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. No? Okay. All right. I'm torn between wrapping paper and or cards. cards. Thank you. Simple. Or gingerbread houses. Um. Uh. All right, I'm going to stick with my original idea of gingerbread houses is what they started making. While the first recorded appearance of this activity was in 1380, wow. this practice oh. might have been around as long as there have been people on Earth. Huh. Michelangelo was even commissioned to make one of these for the ruler of Florence. Oh. Now it's seen all over the world where you're lucky enough to get heavy snow, heavy enough for you to roll up, sculpt, and oh. assemble a uh, snowman. A snowman. Oh, snowman. He was ah. Michelangelo was commissioned to do a snowman for the ruler of Florence at the time. That's oh. amazing. It was like Michelangelo's David was like a snowman. Except at it first. melted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Well, we didn't oh. get it right. Interesting. Somebody wanted to hear you sing Frosty the Snowman. Ah. Frosty the Snowman <laughs> was a jolly happy soul <laughs> with the corn cob pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal. <laughs> <laughs> to do many Christmas caroling events. Well, you. you can hear the rest of that version <laughs> on Kids Bop Christmas yeah. Edition. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning, and it's time for another edition of What's on Your Mind. All right. But before we do that, I just need to get something out of the way real quick. Okay. Brooke, happy what? birthday. What? Happy what? birthday. Happy birthday. Happy what? birthday. It's not... My, my birthday's in June. No, I know. I just wanted to knock out your birthday wishes for the next four years now. Get it out <laughs> of the way. That way, for the next four years, you can never say that I forgot. No, that's oh, not how it works. It is. Okay. It's on the record, no, on the not, radio. That's not how it works. I wished you an early happy birthday four times no. for the next four years, which is very, very thoughtful of me if I do say so myself. All right. Now that I don't have all that 
future stuff looming over my head. Oh, I can no. focus on the present no, for okay. another edition of What's on Your Mind. Okay. So, Brooke, other than my future birthday, uh-huh. what's been on your mind? Oh, my gosh. So, you guys know that my husband has gotten really into basketball cards, like old oh, ones. Yeah. He's been mm-hmm. buying boxes and boxes of these things, having opening parties by himself. Yeah, you sound thrilled about it. Well, it's been fine <laughs> until this next new level of things. Okay. Because it's gotten expensive. But now he's considering it his second business. Because now he has opened himself an eBay store. Not just that, he's developing a website. So he spends hours taking pictures of all these basketball cards, right? Hours and hours and hours. He's like, oh my God. And he's so excited. You got to come see what I did. Come see what I did. It's amazing. So I I go down. I look at his eBay store. Yeah. You guys, all of his cards that he has for sale are listed for 99 cents. What? I was like, what? Yeah. I thought you were going to pay back like all the hundreds of dollars. That yeah. that. He's like, oh, you got to prime them first. You got to prime them. What? what? Like, Wait a minute. Set cards. Like, no. What are you doing? Oh, no. Is he's, it like a bidding war he thinks is going to happen? No, no, no bidding war. This isn't a bidding thing. It. You just could buy it. What? He's made two sales already. Oh, oh, look at that. And he goes, but Brooke, this is how I get them. <laughs> yeah. I charge him $3 for shipping, but it only ah. costs me a stamp. So it may look like I'm only making a dollar, but I'm actually making closer to two dollars and twenty five cents. He's a financial guru. So in a hundred years, we may make ten thousand dollars. I know. And then then I told him that I am like I gotta talk about this on the radio. He's like, don't say my business name. Oh, Oh, because because someone will come case our house for him. Uncomfortable. He's being serious for his priceless collection. Oh, 99 cent basketball oh cards. Well, yeah. I say, you know what? Look out, Bezos family, because the Fox family is <laughs> right on your heels with their <laughs> sports empire. Yeah, there you go. All right. That's what's been on my mind. Oh That's my amazing. Gosh. Jose, what's on your mind? Well, for the last couple of weeks, I've been really excited because I was going to hang out with a girl, a yeah. real life girl. Oh, yeah. Are you sure? So I had this whole thing planned. And I went above and beyond. I found these local restaurants that I was all excited to go to. And also, we were just planning on hanging out no matter what. Yeah. Netflix and chill to the extreme. Man, okay. you went all out for this. So, the last step was we were just going to get COVID tests mm-hmm. yeah, to make sure we're good to go. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The day of the date, hours before she's supposed to come over... She calls me and tells me she tested positive oh, for no. the coronavirus. Oh, no. And she had no symptoms. She was at work all week. She's like, I didn't know anything. I, she's like feeling better than usual, actually. Oh, what'd you but do? But you could be asymptomatic. asymptomatic. So, of course, I'm so disappointed in so her. So you didn't do the date? I didn't. But you I had to a date with a COVID positive person, well, Jeffrey. They could both wear hazmat suits. Sick. It's possible. Yeah. I'm saying you could, but you know. You didn't ride a hamster bubble no. and just have her sit in yeah. there. <laughs> so, no, we didn't hang out, but okay. I feel bad. Because now at her work, they have to close the entire business yeah. for two oh, weeks. Oh, that's right. Not yeah. just her, but her entire, the whole business, all the employees that work there. But you shouldn't feel bad. You could be saving somebody. Yeah. She didn't know that they were going to get sick sure, from this person. Sure, totally. And I just want to say I saved all of our lives. Yeah, I appreciate that you're. Because mm-hmm. we would have hung out and definitely I would have got it and brought it here that's to work. Crazy. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then the show would have been off the air for and, like two weeks. And that's. 
second. We almost had a two-week vacation. I'm <laughs> disappointed, Jose. Oh, look what you did. But it, it I know. I, I'm actually thankful. Thank you for being cautious. Yes. Oh, I, have, I don't want to be here anymore. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff said that he's right. I should have just said I got it. I'm okay. just kidding. <laughs> Social media coordinator Alexis, tell us what's been on your mind. So I was at my other job at the coffee shop mm-hmm. this weekend, and I came to a realization that freaked me out. Okay. I am the oldest employee there. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Oh, my God, you're a baby. What? I'm the oldest. I'm oh, my God. So you know, you know how you make fun of me? Yeah. That means your coworkers make fun of you oh like that. That's what, what I They're like, oh, look at that girl. She still thinks she can pull off a midwife no. shirt. How, like, how is you that possible? This. They're all just they're younger all, than me. They're all teenagers at a coffee shop. Oh, they're my. like 21. Oh, <laughs> wow. I hope they call you old. I have heard you oh, call her hey. old to her face yeah. numerous times. Have you made any references yeah. that the younger kids don't understand that See, work with you? I think I need to start doing that. I need yeah. to do some, like, when I was your age, guys. Yeah. Like, I might pull them aside. I'd give some life advice. Yes. Be a role model. Uh-huh. You know? Call them kiddos. They're like, her little brother is closer to my age than she is. <laughs> okay, Brooke, you're enjoying this too much. <laughs> Anyways, I just... That's great. It was heartbreaking. I'm sorry, Alexis. That must feel terrible. It does. So old. Jeffrey, what's on your mind? I had a harrowing experience at the grocery store recently. Why I, do you have so many run-ins at the grocery store? I don't know. It's it's just one of my favorite hangout spots, I think. Okay. And I recently went to pick up a few items, and as I'm walking around the aisles, I feel it. What? You oh, know. A tickle in the back of my throat. What? Oh, oh you no. have to cough. And like when something goes down kind of the wrong oh, no. pipe, and I had to cough. And this so is. You said n- that, and I just got a tickle. Yeah. Why are you saying that? And this is obviously not the best time to be letting out coughs in public spaces, oh, let alone no. a grocery yeah, store. So I'm trying to be subtle and clear it, like with like little mini small, like. Mm. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah. But that's only arousing more suspicion. And I can feel people looking at me every time I do, just not trusting me at all. So eventually I decide I have to let out a big one just to to get it out or this is going to go on forever. So I find a secluded area of the grocery store (laughs) over in the farthest corner Uh by all the wines. And I faced away from everyone, like towards Uh. the wall. And I just let out one really big one into my arm, clear out all the phlegm. Uh-oh. Turn around, and there's a lady standing there just staring daggers at me. And so I just didn't know what to do. I turned around and walked away, and I checked out, like, immediately. But uh, text into 78592. Tell us what you've been thinking about lately. We want to hear, and we'll read your text coming up right after this. Laser Stories is coming up in just a minute. But first, we just told you what's been on our minds, and we asked you to text into 78592. Tell us what's been on your mind lately. We got one text that says, Why does yogurt always shoot all over you when you peel off the lid? Yeah, for real. I don't know. Oh, you know, right. like the Yo Play ones? Mm-hmm. You looked confused. I didn't know no, if you I'm understood. Just, He's more of a go guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. He's just excited to see you, you know, that you're going to be excited. eating. Yeah. It's like, yeah. 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 It's, a, it's a happy yogurt. <laughs> Strawberries and bananas. <laughs> <laughs> and we got another text that says, I've been thinking that I'm a longtime fan and you guys are my favorite radio Aww, station. That's so cool. I appreciate you guys. Love you. Yeah, we do appreciate you. This is probably my, like, second or third favorite show as well. Yeah. So, I, <laughs> it's, it's up there. I do appreciate them, even though they did spell appreciate wrong. Oh, so. oh my God. You are not. It's my pet God. peeve. You are so picky. It is my pet peeve, okay? And they yeah. need to know or else they're not right. going to learn. Yeah. A-P-P-E. Wait, no. A-P-P-R. Oh, no. 
I just lost appreciation for myself. And no one spelled Jeffrey right. <laughs> keep, keep your appreciative checks G-E-O-F-A-R-I. coming in to 792. <laughs> Forget this. We're doing laser stories right after this. Hello, it's laser stories. It's the radio segment that just filmed a love scene with a wax figure of Sean Mendez. Oh, wow. Now it's going viral for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, makes sense. It's laser stories. Segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser, and those other tickle sticks just don't. <laughs> this first laser story is out of New York City. Workers at an Upper Manhattan Chipotle restaurant say they've been fighting a losing battle and are about to give up. What? What Why? am I talking about? Well, according to recent news articles, the employees have been battling giant hordes of hungry rats what? that have become addicted to the Chipotle avocados. Oh, oh no. yeah. Can you blame Are them? Don't yeah. they know that's extra? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the workers said the rodent invasion began near the end of the summer where they noticed avocados would suddenly have small nibbles taken out oh, of them. Oh, no. Oh my god. So they moved the avocados <laughs> into the cooler. Yeah. But didn't seem to help. What? Oh. How are the rats getting in there? According to the sources, the rats became increasingly brazen, waiting for deliveries, and seemed to be multiplying. Oh my god! Whoa. Does anyone else just see packs of like little New York mafia rats? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fighting against the millennials who also are trying to get their hands on the avocados. <laughs> but the first employee was bitten in October. Oh, no. Wow. But the store remained open for at least a month until another rat chomped on the hand of the store's what? general manager. Ain't nobody got time for this. How many rats have they got? This is Chipotle's fault for having nothing but fresh ingredients. Yeah. yeah. Other fast food restaurants don't have this problem. About a week later, the ordering system went down because the fat rats chewed fat. through the wiring. Oh. Oh, wow. This could be like the next Ocean's Eleven story about how they took down the Chipotle. Now they've been closed for nearly a month. And Chipotle says they've arranged an emergency pest service and deep cleaning. Also, they're working with the landlord directly to ensure location improvements are met before reopening. See, yeah, I think wow. Brooke's right. We need to make a Disney movie. This is Latino Ratatouille. Yeah. This is going to be great. And Chipotle should be happy. I mean, they've made some lifelong customers now. <laughs> they can't really pay. Yeah. But, you, but know. you know, it's addictive. This next laser story is out of the interwebs. This might not surprise anybody. But the other day, a woman on TikTok was left in shock when she accidentally received an X-rated picture. (gasps) And it's worse than you think, because the photo was from none other than her grandmother. Hey, boys. Wow. How you doing? (laughs) I am not the grandmother. I thought that was real audio. Marquita Green opened her phone to find a nude pic meant for someone else. But sent by her grandma. Oh, she was trying I to show her say, like a, a, an ankle pick, yeah. and they just sag that low now. Yeah. <laughs> but she then filmed her reaction and posted it to TikTok. Oh, oh man. No. There was even audio released of her grandma's voicemail trying to stop Marquita oh. from opening oh. it. I have to hear this. Yeah, let's listen. Raven, this is your grandmother. I apologize so much. I sent you pictures. I pushed your name by mistake. I meant to send it to my friend. Please delete that picture from your group. Please, Grandma Baby. (laughs) I mean, good for 
the grandma. I get it, girl. I kind of agree. Yeah. And if there's anybody that's going to understand, it's got to be your granddaughter. Yeah. Right? I would just send a naked pig back. Yeah. <laughs> Looking good. I, I, I'm just trying. <laughs> to, that's a good jeans. I yeah. can go into that. I'm just trying to visualize what that naked grandma picture would look like. Hey, you I know don't what? Want to She's holding that. her cat. Just, <laughs> just pouring prune juice at the kitchen table, buck naked. <laughs> Grandmas are frisky these days. You've seen the STD breakouts at these retirement centers. Yeah, well, I already have a feeling that I know who's going to win Grandma of the Year when the votes are counted. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Don't eat that Grandma's cookies. <laughs> this next laser story is out of New York. There's a contest going on that has a lot of families very excited. Apparently, one lucky family will have the opportunity to spend the night at one of America's most enchanting toy stores, FAO Schwartz. Whoa! That's so cool. That is awesome. True. With unique Real. toys in every corner, the stay will give five guests free reign to wander the 20,000 square foot Whoa. toy wonderland, <laughs> along with a tour of the space with a real FAO toy soldier. Uh-uh. Oh. That's, that's cool. cool. They're like, look, we're going to go bankrupt soon anyway. Yeah, yeah, I think they already are. But... You can live here because squatters already do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the contest winner also receives a music lesson on the store's iconic giant oh. dance-on piano. Yeah, that's the dream right there. The one from the movie Big. Yeah. Alexis, that was a movie starring Tom Hanks. Yeah, I have no idea what we're talking okay. about, oh, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> it's so iconic. The opportunity to build a remote-controlled car and race it down the halls <gasps> is also going to be available. So fun, dude. Plus the chance to sleep in a real-life sleigh bed Along with a special shopping spree inside the store. Oh, Double cool. rainbow. This oh is my God. all amazing. I don't care what age you are. This sounds fun I for know. everyone. Do you have to bring your kids along? <laughs> that would be the worst. I mean, not necessarily, because it's available to book on Airbnb for oh, one man. New York City family of four from the same household. Okay. And it would only cost $25. Oh, oh my God. You just have to be the quickest crazy. on the on the gun to mm, get it? Yep. Like, wow. So go Please. check that out, everybody. Good luck. Oh, this next laser story is out of Holiday Headquarters. Yay! How much do you love pizza? Oh, uh, so Get in my belly! A lot. Because Domino's wants to give you 60 years worth of free pizza. What? Let's go. For real? All you have to do is one simple thing. Okay. Name your newborn baby Dominic or Dominique in honor of Dominoes. You know, yeah, Dominic's not that bad. I know, I'm with you. It's For 60 yeah. years of pizza. Yeah, same with Dominique. It's a pretty name. And the other catch is you also have to have your child on December 9th. Okay, oh. that's going to be a little difficult. Ooh. And it needs to be born in Australia. Oh. Let's okay. put another oh, okay. shrimp on the barbie. Yeah. <laughs> There's somebody booking a plane ticket right now yeah. and scheduling an induction. That's <laughs> yeah. because that's the date of Domino Australia's 60th anniversary. The pizza chain is offering the equivalent of one $14 pizza every month for 60 years. Whoa. That's $11,000 worth of pizza. Dang. Basically one free meal every month until 2080 or 720 nights off cooking. Wow. Yo, I'm so fat. I'm like, once a month only? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, only $11,000 worth of pizza? <laughs> I mean, like every day, every it's not week? really a 60 years worth supply for me. I'm not worth <laughs> it. Okay, Domino's. Well... Speaking of down under, this little guy's putting his shrimp in the Barbie. Okay. I don't even know what that means, but I know that sound means laser stories have come to an end for the day. We'll do it again, same time, on Monday. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Sometimes 
I'll go on to Yelp mm -hmm. just to laugh at the ridiculous negative reviews on there. <laughs> People have so much time to kill. Oh, to yeah. And a lot of anger. Yeah. People can complain about anything. They're yeah. like, the food was great, but my waiter wore a turtleneck that no. was unflattering. No. One star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's always one star, yeah. too. Like, just give them four stars then. <laughs> but I realized I couldn't find a dating section on Yelp. Oh, well, it's there's not for that. There should be. Uh, yeah, wouldn't that be useful yeah. for people yeah. to rate their actual dates? And that's why every week we do our own version of horrible dating reviews oh. with a segment called Battle of the Tinder Dates. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Those are, uh, those are all one stars, but I, yeah. but I love them. Who's going to get a zero star Ooh. review? Oh. We'll find out coming up at 710. Two hopeless daters. One dating app that dares you to swipe right. The question is... Whose love life is more tragic? It's Battle of the Tinder Dates. It is the dating game show that swallowed an ice cube yesterday and is panicking that it hasn't come out the other end yet. Uh, there's a lot of explanation that you need there. Well, that's Battle of the Tinder Dates, uh -huh. where two of our listeners go head-to-head -to, -head to figure out whose dating life is the most disastrous. Yeah. We'll explain the rules in just a second, but first, let's meet today's contestants. In this corner, she believes napping should be an Olympic sport. Oh, it should. Both the winter and summer games meet <laughs> Lazy Lena. Hey, guys, what's up? I already think that you're Jose's soulmate, but okay, you. let's continue. This. <laughs> and in the other corner, she puts a full jug of bleach into every load of laundry for that Ooh. extra shine. What? It's white power, Wendy. Okay, I don't, I don't think hey that guys. nobody wants that title. No? No. Wendy no. loves the whitening power of OxyClean. It's not, it's still not reading right. Yeah, I don't want to be misconstrued. Yeah. <laughs> Wendy's like, I love everyone, just for the record. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's just I explain mean, how the game works. Uh, we'll move on. Yeah, one let's stay away from the alliteration. Yeah, we're going to bring it back later. <laughs> one, con one contestant will start by telling one of their worst dating stories, <laughs> then the other's going to try and counter with the story of their own. We'll go back and forth for three rounds. We're going to start off with Lena. Lena, you ready? Yes, I am. Let's begin with round one. Give it to us. All right, so uh, I went to dinner with this guy. The waiter comes over. Mm -hmm. He's uh, looking kind of confused. And then I look at my date, and he looks extremely nervous as well. Okay. And I'm kind of just sitting there. I'm like, can I order my food? You know, I'm ready to order. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, the waiter says, so I guess you're seeing women now? Oh! oh. Awkward. Oh. Yeah. Awkward, but if he was hot enough, okay. I mean, <laughs> what'd you do? They got heated between them a Not little bad. bit. They were like just talking and kind of ignoring me. Obviously, they were just like in their own conversation. So I, you kissed them. I excused myself. I excused myself and I left. Oh. Oh. I like your option, Jeffrey. Yeah, I think my story yeah. would have been a better, but uh -huh. you just left. All right. Let's all make up together. Yeah. Okay. No. Well, okay, well, let's go over to Wendy. Wendy, give us your story. All right. I meet this guy on Tinder. He asked me if I wanted to come over to his place to make banana bread. Yeah. Mm, I know what that means. Which I thought was just a, uh, yeah, an excuse to maybe hook up or something. So right. I go over. We made banana bread for oh. four hours. Whoa, that's a lot of <laughs> banana bread. That's a banana bread bonanza, if you ask me. Yeah. Come to find out that uh, he was too lazy to get Christmas gifts for his family. Shut so. Up. I was basically being used as labor to make banana bread gifts. Oh. 
And then he has the nerve to tell me, oh, you know, my guests are coming over soon and asks me to leave. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was cool until that point, honestly. (laughs) All right. That's the end of round one. Moving on to round two. Lena, you got to step it up. All my bad stuff always happens at dinner, I feel like. Mm -hmm. So um, I went to another dinner with a guy on Tinder. Weirdest thing ever. He pulled out his phone and he said, can I auto record our date? Uh, And he said, for legal purposes. Uh, (laughs) Did you say no? I was like, okay. Like, what do you do? You're just like, I thought he was, maybe he was joking. (laughs) And then like every time we would talk or something, he would lean in and he would say, strike that from the record. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, it was the weirdest date ever. Hmm, not into being recorded. Yeah, no. All right. <laughs> that makes one of us, I guess. All right, Wendy, you're up. So I match with this guy. I go to meet him for dinner. I get there. I find out he barely speaks any English. Okay. He knows about three words, and they are hello, uh-huh. my friend, uh-huh. and backpack. Oh. Very useful words. Backpack? <laughs> So random. 45 minutes of a meal together, he uses only those three words. Hmm. Then he goes to pay the bill, and afterwards he holds up his fingers in an okay sign to me uh-huh. and then puts his other finger in it, moving back and forth <laughs> while saying backpack. Who knew that was universal language? Hey. I mean, everybody speaks the finger in the hole. That's sign language, those, that's for sure. Those boring guys are charmers, I'll tell you. All right, that's the end of round two. We're moving on to our final round. This is round three. Lena, what do you got? So I met a guy for drinks, and uh, he got wasted. Mm. So I ended up having to drive him home, mm-hmm. which was already annoying. Mm-hmm. So I'm driving him home, and all of a sudden he goes, hey, I got to pee. And I'm like, okay, wait, wait, just let me find a gas station. Mm-hmm. We'll pull over. I kid you not, he rolled down the passenger window and he started peeing outside the window while I'm driving, you guys. Oh, did he get it on the car? I don't know. I was screaming the whole time. I was like yelling at him. I was like in here. Like, is it bad that I'm only impressed by that story? I don't know. Wendy, this is it. Give us your best story. All right, we're on the date. He asks if he can borrow $10 to go buy a drink at a convenience store. I think, okay, a little strange, but sure, I give him $10. He goes inside. He comes back out with an energy drink and a scratch lottery card. Okay. He scratches it, and he won 60 bucks. What? Hey, hey. Oh. He turns to me so excited and says, oh, my God, oh, my God, take me home. I say, Why? And he says, oh, I'm going to go to the strip club. What? Oh, wow. With his big scratch lottery winnings. You're not invited. <laughs> Bye. And I am not invited. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that final bell means the match is over. That was a great fight. It was really good. Well, let's go to the judges and get the final scorecards. Brooke, who are you giving it to today? Oh, my God. Hands down, my vote goes to Wendy. For that last story, are you kidding me? Did he oh, even man. pay you the 10 bucks back? <laughs> no, he did not pay me yes! back. All right, well, messed up. one vote for Wendy, Jose. I got to go with Lena. Her what? just the pee out the what? window, the waiter catching him, and the guy's going, bo- I, that was crazy. Thank you. All right, I think the guy that doesn't speak English wins it for me. Oh my that God, means right? 
That's really awkward. So, Wendy, congratulations. You are the grand champion of sadness. And if you have a terrible dating life, remember, text in 78592, and you could be a contestant on the next edition of Battle of the Tinder Dates. Your phone tap's coming up right after this. All right, it's time for your phone tap. And now that we've been doing these for a while, mm-hmm. listeners are starting to request specific people for their prank calls when they send them in. Yeah, because like, there's options. Yeah. It's great. I know a lot of people have been requesting Jose. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's been cool. And the characters that I do. Yeah, they love your characters. They want <laughs> you to do the voices and impressions for them. And usually if they want like an HR rep or a customer service person to deliver some bad news, they'll ask for Brooke. Because yeah. making people feel bad just comes so naturally. No, to that is not true. <laughs> that well, that well, feel that hurt. That hurt they? me, Jeffrey. It hurt a little bit. <laughs> but you know how to flash back, don't you? I do. You're fired. (laughs) Today, a maid of honor wanted to set up the bride less than a week before her big day. Oh, and so you're the one that's going to crush this bride's dream. She wanted me to sub in as the last second wedding coordinator. That is a suicide mission. I'm glad I didn't get a request. I would not do it. Why did she ask for me? I don't know. Yeah, maybe because you're actually the mean one in this whole thing. Do I sound like I could be a great wedding coordinator? Do I seem like the type that would know what a good recommendation on floral arrangements would be? Yes, you actually do. Apparently apparently this listener agrees with you. So now it's my job to become the world's worst wedding coordinator. Oh, Oh, no. no. Can I do it? Yes. We'll find out in your brand new phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Hello? Hi, this is Marcus calling from Wedding and Events. I'm looking to speak with Sophia. This is she. Hey, Sophia. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. Thank you. The big day's right around the corner. Are you ready or what? (laughs) I think so. I hope so. So I just wanted to let you know some not-so-good news, but it isn't anything we can't handle, okay? Oh, okay. Well, what are you talking about? So, your point person, Jennifer, had to head out of town for a family emergency, and unfortunately, she will not be able to coordinate for you. Are you joking right now? Tell me you're joking. Mm, I'm actually not. She is so, so sorry. Well, I understand people have emergencies, but, I mean, I went over everything with her. Like, she has all the details of everything that, like, I wanted for the wedding. I know, I know. I get that. But I just got off the phone with her just a couple minutes ago, and she gave me all the details, so I'm really confident that I can pull this off for you. What, like, you're going to do this? I, of I course. Don't, I haven't met you. I don't know you. I mean, like... No, trust me. Trust me on this, okay, Sophia? I'm going to sub in for her, and it looks like the B team is out to lunch, and the A team just swooped in. Um, mm-hmm. I guess so, but, I mean, is there any chance that she's coming back? I really don't think so. But listen, girl, between you, me, and the DJ, I've done so many of these, I can't even count anymore. You know what I'm saying? Um, Because if you're counting my stepmom's wedding last summer, I've done this twice. Yeah, that's not going to work. I mean, no, no, no. Excuse me. I've nailed this twice. I don't care if you felt like you nailed it. That has nothing to do with me or my wedding. And I I want somebody more experienced. And I don't know. Sweetie, listen, I think you're going to be impressed that I coordinated. Don't call me sweetie, okay? I don't like like the way that you speak to me. Okay, no, Sophia, what I need you to do is put the bridezilla to the side for the second, okay? It's just you and me. That's not, that is not appropriate, calling me that. You you don't know me at all. And I think that you can understand that if something 
like at the very last minute changes like Honey, a week before your wedding. Yeah, I feel like I just need to ask you a quick question. Have you eaten yet today? Because you are sounding grumpy. What is wrong it with you? It is grumpy still skin up in here. You deserve the rudeness. You're being impossible. And Sophia, like, I would argue I'm not being impossible. I'm being your Mr. Impossible right now. I am doing the impossible. You're a joke. There is no way Jennifer did this to me. I, Let I me just tell you this, okay? Your wedding was going to be a joke until I stepped in and saved the day. Because I have made some what? changes for you. Changes that I, no, dare I you say, you're going to love. No, no, no. Yes. What, what changes do you think that you're making that are improving my wedding? I've already gone ahead and done them. What? I went to the bakery this morning, and I told them I'm the main wedding coordinator now, so I wanted to try the first bite of the cake. You did not touch my cake. Oh, yes, I did. You did? No. You're going to be happy that I did that because it was not up to my standards. So what? they're going to make you a brand new one, and this time, it's not lemon. Ick. It is peanut butter. Oh my god, that's disgusting. That is disgusting. Have you read the latest bridal magazines? Peanut butter is no. the new vanilla. I don't care what you think is whatever. It's going to be a lemon cake. And so you're basically telling me I have to go behind you and do the work that Jennifer and I already did. Honey, you honey no. See, I've, I've already told the baker not to take your calls anymore because you're too stressed out. <laughs> Okay, so it, so it is going to be peanut butter. It's and look, not going to be peanut butter. I feel like this conversation isn't going super well right now. Oh, you think? So maybe it'd be better if we put your fiancé on the phone. I feel like he might be a little bit more level-headed. No, you're not going to talk to my fiancé. That's bullsh**. I don't want to hear it. Like, is there anything else no, I have to Don't be to deal threatened with? by me. I'm not trying to move in on your man. Oh, honey, I am not threatened by you. Oh, my God. The only reason that I bring that up is because that's what happened at my stepmom's wedding. I don't care what and happened at your stepmom's wedding. it was a disaster. Oh, oh, my God. But I swear it's not going to happen with you. Oh, me. How can it you, actually? Oh. I can't believe this is happening, like, a few days before. I, at this, this is... point, I'm really glad that I canceled the booze at the wedding because of what? this type of attitudes coming out while you're sober. You did what? I got rid of the booze at the wedding. What the f is wrong with you? Do you know how many weddings? Do you, you know how that? many weddings I've seen get ruined by people drinking too well, much booze? It sounds like not many by your experience. Okay, well, I guess you're kind of right on that because it only happened at yeah. my stepmom's wedding, but she did drink so much that she ended up cussing out my real dad. I don't, I don't care. And I really my stepdad. Don't care. You're just like saying things that I don't give a shit about. Could oh. you please just like, okay, so the alcohol, oh, anything else, you genius, anything else I have to clean up now? Well, now you have to clean up our relationship because you really hurt my feelings. I don't give a shit time. about this relationship, but I do need you to like Ouch. snap to it and tell me if there's anything else I need to fix. Do you understand? But Sophia, how are we going to work together on your big day? I don't want to work with you. You are a crazy person and I need either someone else to deal with me right now, or you tell me if there's anything else that I need to fix. Okay, you know what? Fine. I'm out. You've ruined this. Thank God. Is there anything else? No, anything thank God else I don't have to, to work about? with you. I don't, great, great. Uh, yeah. Low clap for you, sir. Okay, can yeah. Please have Maybe you can yeah. clap for this prank phone call. Ha, <laughs> huh, gotcha. What are you talking about? In your about? face, Sophia. I just pranked you. Who are you? Oh, you want to know who I am? My name's Jeffrey from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the Morning, and this is actually a prank call. Oh my God! Are it's you a joke. This is a prank. Oh my God! Yes. Who did this to me? Your maid of honor Heather set you up because she said she wanted you guys to have something to laugh about at the wedding. Oh my God! I'm gonna kill her. I'm gonna kill her. Oh no, my God! Honey, that's the bridezilla talking. Where's the nice Sophia? Oh Can I talk God. to her? I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> well, girl, I already hate myself, so I beat you to it. Your lines are horrible. I, I don't understand where you got them from. They're awful. <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone tabs. Weekday mornings on the twenties. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's almost time for your brand new second date update. 
And today's phone call is once again proof that what some people consider to be thoughtful and sweet, mm -hmm. others can see as being weird and creepy. Mm. Okay. Fine line. Mm -hmm. The reason I bring it up is because one of our listeners, Brennan, recently went all out to impress his date, even sending her a sentimental gift after it was all over. Oh, wow, that's cute. Seems thoughtful. Yeah. It feels like a lot to me, too. Oh, really? yeah. Uh-oh, here that we go. Sounds sweet to me. Yeah. I thought it was great. <laughs> there you go. Just more proof. Somehow, that backfired on him <laughs> in the worst possible uh -oh. way. So I wonder what our listeners will think. Was it cute or was it crossing the line? Mm -hmm. You'll hear exactly what happened in your second date update next. Moving 92.5. Second date update. I feel like a big part of dating is learning from your past mistakes. Mm. Oh, yeah. boy, yeah. yes, it is. We're this all going to make life, them. Right? Like, for example, I learned if you take a girl out to brunch, uh -huh. do not try to butt chug your Bloody Mary. Um, okay? That wasn't yeah. an obvious thing for you? Well, found out she's not going to be impressed. <laughs> yeah, and that celery stick has got to be uncomfortable. Yeah. It stings, and then afterwards, yeah. your pants make it look like you have a serious oh, medical problem. Oh, no. But hey, you know, you that's know how you learn. And one of our listeners, Brennan, <laughs> said he really tried his best to learn from his previous dating experiences so that he could improve. Oh, at least tell me it was a mimosa. <laughs> I don't think there was any of that happening, but he did say he felt like things went a lot better. Okay. Good. <laughs> Improvement. Although he has emailed the show for help, so maybe yeah. better wasn't better enough. Yeah. But let's find out. What's up, Brennan? Hey, thanks for having me, everybody. Oh, yeah. look at you learning, growing, becoming a better person. So tell us about the girl you want us to call today. What's her name? Her name is Serena. Okay. Serena, okay. How'd you meet? Uh, we met on Tinder, like most people do in my generation. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So what did you like about her? What stood out? Oh, man. Well, she was pretty cute, but she was really sweet, and that's kind of exactly what I'm looking for right now. Mm. And Good. so... For our date, I decided to do something kind of cute and a little different, so we went mini-dolphin together. Love oh, it. Nice. nice. That's, that's a solid date. Yeah. Solid first like date. I feel like sweet girls like more activities, more of the wild girls just want to get to the drinking. You, you know? can drink so and play mini-golf. Yeah, no, totally. Things but, are available. but what I'm saying is if she just wants to drink, that's different. So this is a good activity, brother. So you're, you're looking for like a relationship then? Yeah, exactly. But I don't want you guys to think I'm too lame or anything. Like you mentioned, <laughs> you can drink and play mini golf. Your producer that I emailed told me to tell you everything. So to be completely honest, I did sneak a flask into the mini golf course on the oh, stage. Oh, no, bro. I you love that. Oh. Why is well, that bad? Because he wants like a nice, sweet girl. You're not going to meet that if you're just drinking, drinking, partying all the time. You're going to meet a girl like Alexis. No, Wait, she what? is she... a nice, sweet girl. <laughs> oh, that yeah, also sure. sneaks in flasks. Yes, you can both. You, yes, both things mm -hmm. can exist at the same time. Yeah, well, hold on. So, so Brennan, was the flask a turn on or a turn off for her? I showed it to her because I didn't want to be like, you know, getting drunk on the sly. It would yeah. be weird. So I was like, mm -hmm. hey, I brought this in if you're interested. If not, I'm not going to drink this either. Perfect. And she kind of smiled and said, oh, it's going to be a really fun time then. Oh, okay. She liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. See? That's good. So how did drunk mini golf go? <laughs> I thought it went really well. You know, it made it definitely a more fun time. Mm -hmm. And we actually finished the course and decided to play through the course a second time just so we could Ooh. continue spending time and talking with each other. Oh, nice. Oh, my goodness. That, I mean, that's all great signs. Yeah. Did anything change or was it just as good the second time around? Oh, it was even better the second time around. 
They were drunker, Brooke. Of yeah. course it's better. <laughs> so it started, I wouldn't say heavy, but it started getting kind of real when she was mentioning to me that apparently at one point she was engaged. Okay. And she actually called off her wedding not terribly long ago. Um. And so just telling me, you know, all of this, I got to feel like either she wouldn't tell this to me if she didn't see any potential in me moving forward or I don't know if maybe she's like, oh, I'll never see this guy again anyways. Might as well tell him. But or, I saw it more as a good sign because uh-huh. when we got to the lighthouse, which was, you know, towards the end of the <laughs> course, I figured this is a pretty good moment to kiss her. So I actually kissed her and she kissed me back. Nice. Oh. Good job. Never yeah. a good thing if you kiss her and she doesn't kiss you back. Yeah, <laughs> drunk, yeah that's, that's, really that's a, a weird thing. But few things are more romantic than making out in front of a little tiny uh, lighthouse. Yeah. So. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, so I honestly wanted the date to go on even longer, but I promised my brother I would help him move later that day, and I had to leave. Been drinking. Oh, this was a daytime date. Okay. So how did you end it? I told her, you know, I had to go help my brother move, but I told her that I would love to see her again. Cute. So, you know, we said we'd make plans soon, and I wanted to be a little romantic. She told me where she worked, and so I decided the next day to send some flowers to where she worked. Ooh. Nice. I mean, normally when you're in a relationship or you've been on a few dates, right? I don't know, man. That's pretty soon if she just got out of an engagement. Mm. Maybe she's not. I mean... Seems to me that she would maybe be looking to have more fun on Tinder and less of a serious thing if she just ended a super serious relationship. Yeah, I mean, I didn't send, like, red roses or anything too over the top. It was just, like, a normal flower bouquet. And it was, like, a a really tiny one, too. It wasn't extravagant. (laughs) I didn't spend a lot on it. To her work or to her home? To her work. See, when you send it to work, all her coworkers see it. She's making more of an announcement. You send it to her house, at least it's Uh. a moment between you guys. So, I don't know. It also depends on where she works. That's true. She yeah. could just work by herself at home. If I worked yeah. with all like, like women, I'd be like, yes, yeah, send all the flowers. But if yeah. I had like hot men with me, I'd be like, those are not mine. <laughs> also, if she works at a flower shop, it's not very impressive. Yeah. Very good point, Jeffrey. So, I bet he knew that before he sent it to their workplace. No I'm just speculating. I don't know. So after that, you've had a hard time getting in touch with her? Um, I've had an impossible time getting in touch with her. Oh, really? Oh. Like, okay. after the flowers, you haven't heard anything? Not a word, no. Oof. Could be the flowers, then. Could be. What, what do you think is the problem? What do you think may have gone wrong? I mean, I, I didn't know, but based on your guys' reaction, I'm starting to think it might be the flowers. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's sweet, and you're a sweet guy totally. for doing it. I don't think that it's bad. I just think that maybe it freaked her out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't untake the flowers, but I can promise to not send her flowers <laughs> ever again. <laughs> for- if she answers, just ask for him back right away. Well, but maybe you'll get a chance to explain, yeah. and then yeah. she'll understand, right? Yeah. Okay, so let's give that a shot. We're going to play a song. We'll come back. We'll call Serena for you, and we'll try and get you your second date update, okay? Thank you so much. All right, hold on, man. If you're just joining us for the second date update, one of our listeners, Brennan, had all the ingredients for a great first date. Mm. Yeah. There was humor, mm-hmm. booze. Mm-hmm. And a couple balls paired with a short stick. Because mm. he went mini golfing. Okay. Yeah. It's iron, baby. I mean. And he went with a girl named Serena. <laughs> Brennan also snuck in a flask for them to share, and he says they had a really fun time. They opened up to each other, shared a kiss, and afterwards, he sent her some flowers to her work. But after that move, mm-hmm. things have suddenly gone ice cold, and he can't even reach Serena anymore. So we're going to try and help him figure out why 
and see if we can get him a mulligan on the date. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sports reference. Golf oh, joke. Oh, yeah, like, that's a good golf it. joke. It wasn't even a joke. I was just, you know, yeah, that's, that's just how I talk. Real. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, I was talking in references like that. Yeah, all the time, dude. <laughs> <laughs> all in one, all in okay. Breton, we didn't ask you. I mean, you said, you know, you sent her the flowers. Did you, like, inundate her with text messages or something, or did you just send one or two? I just sent, like, two three maybe tops you know i didn't want to come off as desperate or creepy or anything but as long as you were aware yeah yeah i mean because that coupled with the flowers may have been too much but i think you can recover all right well i think we're ready on our end are you feeling ready to do this brennan yeah it's just you know i don't really meet any girls like her off a tinder she's just really genuine you know sweet kind it's just if I did something to mess this up, I want to see if I can correct it and if she would give me another chance. Dude, I agree. Mm. I never meet girls that like to day drink off Tinder either. I'm on Tinder. So I'm genuinely kind and like to day drink. Yeah, yeah. burn. <laughs> you guys, he said, <laughs> he said some really nice things about her. That's awesome. Okay, sure. well, yeah, let's find out. Yeah, let's see what's going on. I'm going to dial her number right now. Here we go. Hello? Hi, I'm looking for Serena. Yeah, this is Serena. Hi, Serena. My name's Jeff from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the Morning. How you doing? Uh, okay, <laughs> this is a, a radio? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're a morning radio show, and we're reaching out to you today because we're doing a segment called a Second Date Update. Why are you calling me? Great question. Yeah, well, because you recently went out on a date with a guy, and you're not calling him back. His name's Brennan. Um. Thinking. Oh, <laughs> my God. Um, yeah. You do know who Brennan is. You're not just <laughs> saying that to appease us. Like, no, I do know okay. who he is. Um, I mean, it, the date was good. I mean, it was really nice and it was refreshing to hang out with him. Okay. It's been a while since I'd been on dates and stuff. So, I mean, it, it was really good. I hope it's not too much information, but he did share that you were recently engaged and had to break it off. It, I mean, maybe you're just not looking to date anyone seriously right now. Is that why you're not calling him back? I, I really, I mean, that's true. I, I recently broke off an engagement and I'm just, you know, honestly, I just want to date and have fun. And, right. you know, Brennan is, he's funny and he's considerate and I thought he had some potential, but something happened and I just, I'm not sure I want to continue this. Oh. Okay. Would you mind telling us what happened? Because Brennan has no idea what's going on. The last thing that he knows is that he tried to send you some flowers as a thank you for the date. And then afterwards, you've basically been ignoring him. Yeah. He told you he sent me flowers? Yeah. Yeah. We all thought, well, Alexis and I thought that was maybe a bit much. It was a little much. Okay. Because it wasn't just the flowers that he sent. He also sent a little gift with it. Oh, oh really? Love gifts. We didn't know okay. that. He didn't mention that to us. Yeah, we didn't know that. What did he send? Oh, he didn't tell you. No. No. Yeah. Well, it was actually more than a little gift. Um, this box came with the flowers, and there was a note on it that said, don't open till, and it had a date on it. Okay. Okay. Oh. He wasn't inside the box, was he? <laughs> <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> There's a straw hanging out for breath for his air. <laughs> it wasn't that. It wasn't that big of a box. Okay. But, um, okay. Good. But I was like, "What the heck is this?" So I mean, I, I opened the box. And, okay. You um, didn't. You didn't heed the "Don't open till." <laughs> I wouldn't either. Because I'm like, "What the heck is this?" 
I just met this guy yesterday. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. So inside the box, there was this note, and the note said, oh, my gosh. <laughs> the note said that I know that this weekend was supposed to be your wedding date, so Ooh. I Ooh. went to your registry, and I got you a few things mm. off of your list to help make you feel better. Oh, oh boy. Oh, no. my gosh. Oh, no. My hands got sweaty when you said that. I'm nervous. Wait, he, like, bought you a toaster or something? <laughs> oh, I-, I mean, there were wine glasses in there. There was a towel set. There was an air fryer. No. Ooh, not score. Air fryer. Wait, those things are nice. No, I know, but And your your wedding <laughs> registry is something that you created with your fiance, oh, like but dreaming. You of, want those things? No, it's like <laughs> dreaming of your things. life together, dreaming of what your home will look like, dreaming of making all these things. Like, ah, <laughs> that was weird for you. Yeah, right? how did you feel when you saw that? I mean, I I forgot that registry was up. I forgot to take it down, and oh, I mean, no. I, I just sat there thinking, <laughs> oh my god, who does this? I mean, did you tell him? Like, I don't think he meant anything malicious by it. No. I couldn't respond to him after that. And it's just so much. I mean, wh- if I respond to that, I mean, was he going to get the rest of the stuff off the registry? I mean, what? I mean, that'd be nice. No. <laughs> <Alexis>. <laughs> Well, Serena, I mean, I, I know you've already gotten a bunch of surprises, but I have one more to lay on you. Uh-oh. And that's that Brennan. No, don't do it, Jeff. Brennan's been on the other line listening, and he wants to talk to you. Oh, no. Surprise. You're joking, right? You are not serious. Uh, I'm afraid not. Yeah, serious as an air fryer. Brennan? I don't what? get it, but... No, whatever. <laughs> this is a new saying yeah. I came up with for this situation. I'll use it for you. Yeah, thanks. Send that to Maytag. Okay. okay. Brennan, you there? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just taken aback by this. I don't see why this is such a big deal. You're taken aback? Wait, that's not the response you should be... Oh, no, wow. I did this, but listen, I did it for you. I was trying to make you feel bad. I told you specifically in the note not to open it until that date, because I figured we would have a few more dates in between. So by that point, it would have been with someone you knew a little bit better. You're thinking that I'm just going to let a box from a person I've met one time just sit there without opening it? Yeah, Brenda, because I I don't think that her opening the box too early is the biggest problem here. It's, It's where you got the gifts from. We met one time and then you stalked me online and bought me an air fryer. I mean, what do you mean stalked you online? You told me what your ex's name was. I just Googled it. And it was the first thing that popped up. But it Brennan, me like all of two seconds. Didn't that feel weird for you, Brennan, to be going on to her old wedding registry with some other guy and buying yeah. gifts off of it? Like, I would feel awkward. Yeah, I know, right. and it usually shows, like, a picture of the loved-up couple from their, like, engagement shoot. And they're like, I listen to your guys' show all the time. People look up the people they go on dates with. What I did is not out of the ordinary. And look, I saw what her past was. I'm not, you know, intimidated by that. I thought I did something nice for her. I can understand your thinking there. I really can. But can you then put yourself in her shoes and see how that must have felt like almost like an invasion of privacy to her? When I put myself in her shoes, I would be thinking, why am I not grateful right now for this guy who went out of his way to be considerate and kind? Grateful? Here's the thing, Brendan. Why don't you just apologize and say, you know what? I'm sorry. I understand your boundary now. I went too far. No, you're absolutely right. You know what? I apologize 
that I went out of my way to learn what you would like and buy you a bunch of wonderful presents and flowers for you. I can't imagine how hard that must have been for you. Oh, my God. Oh. When he puts it like that. Well, that was really nice of you. Serena, do you accept his apology? Gross. Let me get this straight. I'm supposed to feel bad and guilty because he was being creepy and stalking no. me online. No, and you are not. You are not here. supposed to apologize. You have every right to feel the way you do. But just listening to the way that you said that makes it sound like there's love in the air. And that's why I would <laughs> love to offer to send you guys on another date. We'll pay for it. Oh, my gosh. I'm sure Romeo will pay for it over here. Serena, what do you say? What if you give Brennan one more chance? Oh, God. I mean, absolutely not. And and I don't oh. even know what to do with the gifts. I mean, do I put them in the trash? I don't want them to come to my house or my work to pick them up. No, Tell me where to send, send them, them and I will me. send them because I, I don't want them. I them back to me so I can give them to someone who'd actually appreciate it. Oh. You could, you could always send them to the radio station. We're doing Air Fryer Mondays hey, hey, starting next week. Awesome. So dumb. <laughs> well, if he sends them. Great. They're yours. So wait, this was successful for us? Yes, jalapeno poppers next week for everybody. Let's go. You guys all suck. (laughs) Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Brooke, you're going for four wins in a row. And you're going to be taking on the Shane train from Oak Harbor. What's up, Shane? Toot toot. Hey, what's up? (laughs) How you doing today? That's my train. I'm doing okay. 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 That's not a very good review, (laughs) Shane. This is my first time ever getting through, so I'm excited. Oh. Oh, Bro. Do you play by yourself in the car a lot or at home? Actually, the fun part was last year, I used to drive high schoolers, and we would actually play on the school bus and see who would try to beat you. Oh, my gosh. Oh, wow. So you were actually the Shane train. I mean, <laughs> like, Shane yeah. bus. whatever, close enough. It's yeah. <laughs> pretty sweet. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we're sending Brooke out of the studio, and while that happens, Shane, you know how the game's played. You have 30 seconds to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know one, just say pass, and you have to beat Brooke outright to win. You ready? Ready. All right, your time starts now. Today's Computer Security Day. What does IP and IP address stand for? Uh, pass. Only 13 miles long. What East Coast state has the shortest coastline in America? Mm, pass. What's the number one animal responsible for causing power outages in the U.S.? Deer. In what decade were the first Nike Jordan sneakers released? Mm, pass. What U.S. state's official flower is the Sugaro cactus? <laughs> Are Pringles more or less than 50% potato? Uh, left. All right. Got the answers in. Let's bring Brooke back into the studio. And is there any other interesting facts that we should know about you, Shane? No, I'm just a really big fan. I've been listening to you guys for years, so you guys awesome. are awesome. Awesome. Aww. I missed it. Big fan cool. for years, been listening. Fan. Oh, that's rad, Shane. That's what's interesting about it. Thanks. I love it. All right, Brooke, you ready? Yep. Your time starts now. Today is Computer Security Day. What does IP and IP address stand for? Mm. In, in international password. <laughs> Only 13 miles long. What East Coast state has the shortest coastline in America? Uh, Rhode Island. What's the number one animal responsible for causing power outages in the U.S.? Uh, birds. In what decade were the first Nike Jordan sneakers released? 80s. What U.S. state's official flower is the Cigarro cactus? Uh, Arizona. Are Pringles more or less than 50% potato? Less. Okay. 
got the answers in. Let's see how you guys Woo! did and go to the scoreboard with Jose. Everything you say makes me want to come over there and punch you in the face. <laughs> Bolaños. Oh, my God. I thought that was Shane for a second. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, Shane's like, I'm not a fan at all anymore. Shane, man, you got one correct today, Ooh. my friend. That's all right. It's your first time, Shane. I'll call again. Okay. <laughs> Brooke, yeah. you did get the same amount of questions, and you got three. Okay. Sorry, Shane. Let's go over the answers for everybody here. Today's Computer Security Day, and when you hear IP address, the IP stands for Internet Protocol. Oh. Only 13 miles long, the shortest coastline in America is in New Hampshire. Oh, it's just like that tiny little bit that touches. Tiny little strip, but everybody knows it's not the length of the coastline. It's how you use it. Yeah, absolutely. It looks pretty, right? Yeah, we got your back, New Hampshire. Yeah, that's sweet. The number one animal responsible for causing power outages in the U.S. would be squirrels. Oh. Interesting. Not birds, huh? Just crawling up those uh, poles and chewing on the wires. birds are lighter. The decade the first Nike Jordan sneakers were released is the 1980s, 1984. The official flower, that's the, I can't pronounce this cactus, Sagaro. Saguaro. Saguaro. Good job, bro. I know I was not saying it right, but it's in Arizona. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's a cactus. Yeah, it makes sense. (laughs) It's either that or like New Mexico. Yeah. And then protected there. Pringles are less than 50% potato. I mean, not surprising, but you don't want to hear it. Well, that's why they call them chips. They don't call them potato chips. No, they call them crisps. Oh, crisps. That's really? what it is. Yeah. I never knew that. 42% potato on those. Okay. So, Shane, thank you so much for playing with us. We'll be back to play Winbrook's Bucks same time tomorrow. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.